Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Forever. Welcome back, everybody. It's Michelle Collins, and it's my true, it's to my delight, is what I'm trying to say. Is it like, am I genuinely, should I go to a hospital? I feel like my brain has ground to a nubby halt. Like, if you did an x ray, there would be no folds. It would just be like a smooth bean. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think you're fine. I think what's happened is the whole IQ of the world has dropped, and everybody in our IQ droppage, we've all added pounds. So it just balances out. Oh, wow. Read and shade. I'll take it. Uh, no. He's the wow. All right. No, no, I get it. I believe me. I, I know the Zoom was not that flattering. I don't have it propped up. Let me hold my laptop. See, that's more flattering. Oh, look at that. I do look better that way. I love that. Um, he is the choreographer for uh, the very much anticipated Mariah Carey's magical Christmas special, which is out tomorrow on Apple Plus. And I don't even, I feel like I don't need to plug it because everyone's going to watch it. He also uh, worked uh, on The Prom, which is out on Netflix on December 11th. He's worked on a million different shows. You can Google him and just find out all about it. Um, One thing you did that I want to talk about, because I remember you posted this clip and you were in it because you've done a lot of on-camera stuff as well. Like, yes. 
uh, you were in, was it a Chinese movie? What was that clip that you posted where you were tap dancing in a film that was very hard to find because I tried to find the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Good luck. Good luck. And I got to say something about your talent for those who aren't familiar with you. It is genuinely jaw dropping. What a gorgeous and confident dancer you are. And just watching Thank your you. movement is it. It's inspiring genuinely. But what was that movie called? It was called Gone with the Bullets, and it was China's first 3D feature. And it was directed by John Wayne, who is known as the Chinese Quentin Tarantino. His name is John Wayne? John Wayne. Like J-I... Yeah. (laughs) Of course, I'm butchering his name because I don't speak Chinese. I'm like John Wayne, like the airport, yes. Yeah, the first thing I think of with John Wayne is the airport. That's hilarious. (laughs) You know, like the airport. Listen, um... Uh, the, I know that airport quite. It's the Orange County Airport, baby. That John Wayne Airport. Mm-hmm. If you're a smart traveler, you fly in and out of there. But post-corona. Um, did you get to go to China to be in it? Oh, yeah. I originally oh, thought I was going to be there for four weeks. And I ended up there for three and a half what? months. Yes. Where in China were you? In Beijing? We were in um, Huairo, which is a suburb of Beijing. So we were suburbing it up. Oh, my God. What was... You know, I it's a a real life goal of mine to go to Asia in general, um, mainly to be worshipped. I've said it many times, but yes, I mean, did they, did you feel that when you went to China where they were, did you get like attention for being like tall and handsome and all that stuff? Or were you just like, were they not looking? A little bit too much attention. I mean, a group of us, of course, the Americans going over there, we had everything. We had tall, taller than me, like black women. We have Ladies with freckles and red hair. We had blondes. We had we literally had everybody. And wherever we went, it was like we were the next coming because people just wanted to take pictures of us. And not to get too seedy, but uh, whenever, you know, you would just use the bathroom as normal. I would always have an audience, if you know what I mean. Now I need So there would always be, be a couple of heads over my shoulder and I'd be like, um, I actually so need you to it is. actually um, expand on this just a little bit for me. <laughs> so hold on a second. You... Would be peeing. This would be yes. at a urinal. At a urinal, anywhere, bar, club, restaurant, and they matter. would stand to check out how big you were. Yes, every time. You know, and then be commenting in Chinese behind me. Yeah, I got to tell you something. I wouldn't. Um, I don't use a urinal, despite what some people may tell you. I don't. But I think that that would that would not work with me. I, even though I know it's just like a cultural thing, I I don't think I'd be chill if I were you. How did you handle it? After a while, um, well, first, let me say, this was the first time I've ever had culture shock in my life. In my life. So, you know, it's interesting going to a place where I'm like, oh, I literally stick out like a sore leg. Like, not a thumb, a leg. I'm picturing Aviva Dresser dresser, tossing you (laughs) at a restaurant, like taking it off, and it's you, and she throws you. You were a loose, loose leg. Pretty much. And, I mean, you kind of just get used to it. You kind of have to just go about your business like nothing's out of the ordinary when it clearly is because you don't fit anywhere. Oh Everywhere is tiny. Everywhere is so you know? little. I, that's another thing. Everywhere has Chinese food. Uh, don't you think that if I went though as a six foot one woman, see I, cause I also, I believe this is what we like to call paranoia if you're a therapist out there, but I, I can always tell if people are talking shit about me. I don't care the language. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. I get, I can tell if it's nice or not too. You know, you can just yeah, get trauma. Inv- it's trauma. That's trauma, baby. That's my other tombstone. 
<laughs> and that's trauma, baby. Um, and it's Porky Pig, and it's above where my bones will lay. But you, um, <laughs> but no, that is trauma. And I think if I went to a place where I just know, like, I would be geared up to know that they were talking shit too. You know, I'd get there being like, "You motherfucker!" Yeah, I dare you. I dare you to talk shit. But the good thing is this. They will pull out their phones and cameras. So it's pretty much like, no, no, they were like, they might say something that all of a sudden, I mean, and this is, again, this is no stereotype. This is what I just encountered when I was in Huayro. Literally, after you hear something, I would see all the phones and the cameras. And I was like, well, I guess this is just practice for when I become famous. I just always have to look beat when I walk outside the house because I'm going to be in somebody's photo. By the way, that's a lot of pressure. So much, you think? but you know, you do what you can. Well, you look gorgeous now, and I know that you just woke up, so there's, you know, you're the pressure for you to look cute could not be less because you already automatically do, and I'm not hitting on you. That's my friend's Thank partner. You. I love it. Thank of you. course. Um, let's talk about Meryl Streep. I mean, I I feel like I want to light a ciggy. I don't smoke, but I just want to smoke <laughs> and have. I, I have a wine here. Maybe I'll open a wine to talk about. So tell me about working on the prom. By the way, it's one of the most. I would say truly tied with the Mariah Carey special, probably one of the most anticipated things to come out in December of this year. It's, I mean, how exciting for you that you're working on both things, but talk to me about the project. What were you doing on the prom? Do you know Ryan Murphy? Obviously I have Meryl questions. Take it away. So, um, I was hired by the choreographer, Casey Nicola, big successful Broadway choreographer. And I was referred and he was going like, uh, well, I have somebody, for you, I want you to do some movement coaching with them. And I was like, sure, whatever, no problem. And then he was like, it's Meryl. Silence. I, I said, I can't. Silence on the phone for a good, like, two seconds. And then, you know, I was like, oh, professional, like, okay, cool. Just let me know whatever you need. <laughs> Meanwhile, you played crying. a whole egg. Like, you're like, yeah, yeah, crying. yeah. You're sitting on a big ostrich egg. You're like, perfect. <laughs> I'll be there. Go on. Um, She was everything <gasps> that everybody thinks she is. She was a consummate professional. She was wonderful. She was lovely. You know, um, she was inspiring for me because she just wants to work hard. And I'm a big proponent of working hard and smart. And literally, she is one of my favorites to work with. I can't. Work with. Like, she picks up everything so quickly because, you know, she grew up dancing. Her brother was a dancer. It's in her blood. She sings. She acts. She's a true, true triple threat. True. I feel like she's in the not best shape threats. ever. I feel like she's more than three. Don't you think so? Watch, she probably is like really good at like this, the Times crossword. I'm thinking of other things Meryl could be threats at, you know? Um, I feel like she'd love a bargain. Trapeze artist. She could be amazing. I mean, oh, of course. Don't you think so? I feel like she could walk into like, she could walk into a Black Friday sale and she'd get the TV. Like, I also think that she... I feel like she's good at law, too, or something. Oh, by the way, how does Meryl Streep not have her own judge show where she just sits beautifully smooth, so white, in a long robe? And because Judge Judy's now off the air. You know, she's starting... I mean, she'll be on Amazon, I think, coming soon. But um, we need a new consummate decider of things. And I only want it to be Meryl Streep. In Devil Wears Prada hair. Oh, beyond... Oh, in that hair. Oh, my God. She was so, you know, she really runs the gamut of just being the best person. And she was great in Mamma Mia where, you know, it's funny because you don't think of her as a singer dancer, but then you're right. She really does have all of those things. She does it all. And a little behind the scenes story. So after all the working was happening, I was like, you know what? I just need some art. I'm going to go to the Broad. 
I'm just going to go by myself. I'm going to do one of those audio assisted tours and just look at some art. So I'm walking through and guess who steps in front of me? I'm shitting. Meryl. Literally right in front of my view. And she goes, surprise. And, you know, we give each other a hug, say how great it's to see her, and then just keep going. Now, this is how amazing she is. Again, if somebody's truly amazing, you forget that they're famous. So the whole time I'm walking after and people are like, oh, my gosh, she's here. She's here. And I'm like, who's here? Who? And I'm literally trying to figure it out and then trying to figure out why people all of a sudden are, like, clamoring to walk around this museum. And I was like, oh, forgot. Like, who, Mare? Forgot. They're like, Mare? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, Mare is here. I got it. Do you have a nickname for her? Yeah. Is she real? What do you call her? <laughs> I call her, um, what did I do? I made her a playlist. Ooh. Uh, and I called it I called it Meryl Melodies. So I call her Meryl Melodies. Oh, my God. You know, I love a Mary Melody. The, one, some of my favorite mm-hmm. cartoons in the world, Meryl Melodies. Will you share that with me? Maybe I'll post that on uh that's a good that's a good thing to share on Instagram, like Meryl's playlist. I think people would feel very connected to a playlist knowing that Meryl has listened to it herself. And the thing is, she loves every kind of music, too. And, you know, again, going into the situation, you're like, oh, I want to, you know, make sure everything's fine. Yeah. I was like, what do you want to hear? She was like, just play anything. And literally, whatever song would come up, she would kind of know, no matter if it was like Fever from Peggy yeah. Lee or like a Justin Timberlake song, like it runs the gamut. She really is. She absorbs herself in all the art. Like, whatever she likes, she well, likes. She's a genius. And I can't be mad she's at her. She's a genius. Exactly. Um, exactly. Was working with... By the way, I just ha- I connected something because my mind works in interesting ways. Mare, Mer, Mar. Think about it. Meryl, Ryan Murphy, Mariah. You have all... Oh, my gosh. I'm thinking you need a more and a... Well, you have a Mer. Is there a Mer? So I need, Ju- I need Julianne Moore. You need Julianne Moore. That's hilarious. Yeah. And then we have to come up with another. But uh, what was Ryan Murphy like? Did you ever see him in his Range Rover? First thing I do if I worked with him would be to clock him in his black Range Rover. Ironically, never saw Not him. Not once? Never saw him. Not once. Even And I was in the, the film and I just, I never saw him. The only time I saw him is when I was having dinner at Kraft with friends of mine and he just happened to yeah, be in there. Big surprise. That, I mean, by the way, you could pick any night of the week and find Ryan Murphy at Kraft. Why does my energy just tell me that? I mean, really? <laughs> oh my God. And did you, he didn't know who you were though, probably because. Not a clue. I mean, he was doing so many things and he's always working on so many different projects. Yeah, oh my God. So by that point, it's like, as long as you're doing your job and people don't quite know who you are, then you know you're doing a good job. I mean, that is just, that's crazy that you never met him. It's like when you do a talk Mm -hmm. show. I have a a pet peeve um, back when I, you know, when people could do talk shows. uh, When the host, Mm -hmm. you know, it's funny. There's two schools of thought on it when you do a show. One is that the host comes by and says hi beforehand. Um, I also understand, though, that there's uh, an argument that they don't want to ruin or lose anything and save everything for TV, which I totally get. But either way, if someone, if you just do a show and the person is completely not engaged and unfriendly, that's the same kind of vibe of like doing a Ryan Murphy movie and not meeting Ryan. Or a True. better example is like I've written for like award shows where I'm mm-hmm. writing jokes for the host and then the host never once comes to introduce themselves to the writers. And that shit oh. is ugly. Like that. And I'm thinking of one person in particular. And I always thought to myself, what an ugly behavior to do. And it's in a way has been helpful for me just. You know, when you see bad behavior, you kind of know, oh, that's I'm not saying what Ryan did was bad behavior necessarily, but I do find it strange that you literally were choreographing the movie's biggest star and never saw the guy. I just find that weird. Well, the thing was, I was working pre-production. Oh, so got it. he was 
Because remember, at this point, too, they were doing Hollywood. They were working on three different things at the same time. So I understand that I didn't get the interaction with him. But hopefully I have another one. Oh, you definitely will. Well, go to craft. Listen, get another steak of craft. You'll see him. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'll tell you how you get another face-to-face one-on-one with Ryan Murphy. Go to craft, okay? Spot the Range Rover. Walk in. You know, he always drives that black Range Rover. I love that. When I become very wealthy, I'm going to definitely have a signature car that everyone knows. Oh, there's Mish, like Angeline. You know, I want to have... Is it like a Jaguar? Is it like a Tesla? Is it like a Range? First of all, it would be so sensible. You know me. You know, I had my Mercury. Did you ever drive in my Mercury? Probably not. I don't think so. That's That's brilliant, though. Well, they stopped making them. So I need to find a new one to become obsessive about. Might be a Chevy. You know, I'm a very, I'm a very low key American. Like a Daewoo, maybe even Daewoo. Because <laughs> you remember they came out with cars. Two Daewoo. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. <laughs> no, I would not drive a Daewoo. I don't even know they do. They sell Daewoos in the states. Yeah, oh, I'm sure God. they did. Look at that deep cut reference. Um, so okay, you're working in the prom, and what? Who are you playing in the prom? I'm basically one of her dancers. I don't uh, know. And we're called like ladies improving dancers. So hopefully if you see it, I haven't seen it yet. I know nothing about it. It, Again, the whole whole thing could have been cut out. I'm not quite (gasps) sure, but I am dancing in it. So it's one of those like, where's Damo is what I like to call it. So if you can find me in the movie, just send a little shout out and maybe a screenshot. Just Yeah, send him a screenshot. Well, it's funny because when I brought up on part one about this Chinese movie that you were in, like, did that, did that movie do very well in China? I mean, was it like a huge hit there? It was a huge hit. It was. Um, And it was supposed to come to the U.S. So I was like, yes, people will finally get to see, you know, like all of the things we were working on. But I think Gone with the Bullets. I'll never forget it again. Okay, go on. (laughs) (laughs) I think the problem was Mm -hmm. um, there was a scandal or something at Sony where um, they were saying that maybe Chinese um, hacked it and then the movie just never came out over here. You're, that could be a rumor. By the way, but, what a what a chic rumor. I wish I was part of any rumor where it's like the film got hacked. Like, what does that even mean, by the way? Like the film got hacked? Okay. I'd be like, that's bullshit. But okay, how do you hack a movie? Yeah, I was like, okay, if that's the excuse, sure. And then I tried to look for it um, anywhere, you know, with English subtitles. And I have not been able to really? find it anywhere. Because I remember yeah. you wrote about that. And I think I did find it. Right, this was years ago, like on the Pirate Bay, you know, some illegal site. It did exist. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it had subtitles or not, but I definitely saw your incredible tap dancing routine where aren't you like throwing hats in it? There's something beautiful. Throwing I remember hats. that. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, please find it if you Thank can. You. It's beautiful. Um, all right. We got to talk about Mariah. I have so many questions and I know um, Dom is in high demand. He has what we call in the business a hard out. Certainly better than a soft out or a soft in, <laughs> frankly. But this is a... Mm, hello. <laughs> this is a hard out. So we don't have a ton of time with you. But um, what an exciting thing. Mariah's Christmas special. She's a woman who I think has is almost coming up to Jesus when it comes to associations with Christmas. I can't think of anybody else other than the big man who has yeah. a bigger connection with it. It's Mariah Carey's magical Christmas special. You've worked with Mariah before. Yes. yes. And ironically, every time I've worked with Mariah, I've seen you. Well, because weren't you in New York working on her, her show at the Beacon? Yes. Yeah. And then also Diva's Christmas. Oh, my God. Yes. For- Yes. So every time I saw her, I saw you. So it was a great omen. You know, because we're both MCs. Maybe there's something to do with it there. 
Look at that. When is your rap album coming out? Uh, you know, I'm dying to do a Christmas album. Did you know that about me? And will you please? <laughs> no, I did. Oh my God. That's my dream in life. And I want it to be, you know, I've always looked at someone like Seth MacFarlane who took, and he's a genius and funny, but then he like kind of took a left turn into being a crooner. And I was like, oh God, kill me. What a nightmare. I'm going to do the same exact. I can't wait to do it. I actually. I love it. Uh, I love a pivot. Oh, I'm pivoting, pivoting. Like <laughs> you have no idea. Cause you know, I love to sing. Like, you know that I'm a nightmare. Yes, I love it. But I'm not a good dancer. Do you think that someone like myself can be taught to dance? Have you ever worked with an actor or actress who is just hopeless and given them hope? I do it all the time. All the time. Um, Basically, between having the great camera angles, but I just, I'm a firm believer in everybody can dance. Everybody can. Everybody can move. Um, Of course, with the right editing, we make people look a lot better. But at the end of the day, natural things are dance moves. Grabbing your keys turning on a light, walking, you know? So if you just put that to music, you're dancing. It's funny because I really take pride in my walk. It's something I really, I've never seen myself walking when I'm in a New York full speed, you know, walk. I feel, I always feel like Apollo Ono, the speed skater when I'm doing it. <laughs> I could. I thought you were going to say like uh, Saturday Night Fever, but I love that reference. No, do you know what I mean? Where I feel like, you yeah. know, when you watch, oh, I love watching speed skating. When you watch their boots like go foot over foot and how they don't trip and it's so smooth. I'm, I'm so into that movement. And when I'm walking quickly, I picture my feet in the same exact way of just like if I turn a corner fast or something, it gives me that energy mm. in a beautiful way. Um, and it's funny because I've told <laughs> myself that I'm not a good dancer. And I think it's because uh, growing up and especially being a tall woman, Number one, I've always felt like I'm the first person anyone looks at on the dance floor because I'm the first person they see, you know? Uh-huh. Exactly. And that definitely made me uh, just self-conscious to do it. Like, even at weddings and stuff. I, if I'm drunk, it's, like, fine. But but I remember once I slow danced and also fast danced with uh, my friend Josh, who is an incredible dancer, and he's shorter than I am. He's I maybe 5'8". I don't want to insult him if he's listening to this. But mm-hmm. something happened to me that night. And I think it's because he was so good where I just went with it. And Dom, I was like spinning and it was, I genuinely look at photos from that night. And I remember thinking, I'm, I have it. Like, I just need to have the right partner who knows how to operate a woman of my bone structure. And there we go. And that's all it takes, but it's hard. It's hard to find. Yeah. You just have to have somebody bring it out of you. Like Mm -hmm. Little Mermaid, just pulling that that voice box out of there. I mean, I've just, I'm a firm believer in everybody can move, whether it's your learning ability, like the way people learn or how you pick up steps or just your body coordination. I'm one of those people that I'm like, you know what? We will get this. Oh my God. I wish that we lived in the same city post pandemic so that you could actually like teach a class to me and maybe make me feel good. Oh my gosh. I would love it. I really I would mean love that. It. So post Corona, post Corona, do you know my saddest childhood story? It's dance related. I'm sure you do know it. No. Everyone does. Um, I, <laughs> I, I was like the tallest, you know, girl in my kindergarten class. And all I wanted to do was dance because that's what every little girl wants. And so my mom and, you know, my mother is like hilarious, but also like mildly yes. abusive. What was my trauma headstone? I forget. Anyway, um, the point is, is that I, I took ballet and tap and we went to the store to buy shoes. We only went to one store thinking back. She kind of fucked me over. We went to one store mm-hmm. and they were just like, we don't have ballet shoes in her size. And we have tap shoes like a half size too small. But I was so dead set on tapping. I was like, I need those shoes. So I crammed my feet into these small, like howdy doody <laughs> patent leather shoes, went to the class 
She made me wear pantyhose while all the other little girls oh. had like, I mean, tights, whatever. All the other little girls had like, you know, their little capitzings and like these cute little shoes. Not me. And I was so humiliated. It really hurt my feel. Like it really made me feel terrible. And I believe that that's why I have a thing with dancing. Well, put it this way. My mother, my first time I had penny loafers and my mother sewed me a unitard together. That's so cute. So it was the same boat. It was the same boat. I mean, it's basically, it was all done with love. Mm. (laughs) It was just in those moments. I felt the same way where I was like, everybody has all this other stuff and I'm coming in here looking like Gumby. But at the end of the day, she did it with love. And that's how I received it after. You know, when you get older, you're just like, oh, okay, I see. Yeah, maybe I'm being too hard on my mom. Oh, you know what? She did it with love. She did it with love. Let's talk Mariah, because I know you don't have a lot of time left. But uh, tell me, obviously, everything. I don't even want to ask a question. Just walk me through the experience of working with a woman who I just want to say one thing. I've interviewed her briefly. I found her to be so funny. Like, I feel like people... She's hilarious. The funniest. The funniest. Tell me everything. Yes. Um, what can I tell you? I feel like the world already knows so much. I mean, because of the book and just because yeah, of she's book. she's been a superstar for eons of time. I don't know if I can give any insight to that she's one of my favorite people to work with. She just really is because we're both kind of dry and funny in the best way. So we'll just go be go back and forth with some zingers now and then. Or like, how does this feel? How does this feel? How does it look? How does it look? You know what I mean? Just questions back and <laughs> forth. Um, again, one of my favorites. I love glamour. Oh, I yeah. love, you know, if you give me a nice gown moment. If you have somebody who already knows how to work the camera. Oh, again, she is. Nobody is better. And I will add that I've seen. I watched the trailer. I mean, I don't know if that's the Barbara Walters Vaseline lens. Or if this is just the woman doesn't age. She has never looked better. She looks She's inspiring truly to look at and her body. And you know, I love a gown. You know that it's one of my favorite things in the world is just a gorgeous, Mm -hmm. no no better way to feel feminine than in a beautiful gown. And we were all so excited to be there because, Mm -hmm. you know, she loves Christmas. And the moment she walks on, it's literally joy permeating from her body. And that's not even being hyperbolic. Like when she came on, we were just all so excited. And then even the scroogiest, grumpiest, grinchiest people we all bought in and i think you know a lot of time you set the tone at the top so when she came in i think we all literally bought in you were in to christmas immediately immediately so it was so fun i will tell you and i said this i've said this before i'm a jewish woman but i grew up in a family that loved christmas like we all my parents used Mm -hmm. to go to midnight mass one year they took my breath every year genuinely they would go to sing carols we were very americanized you know family if you want to put it that way mm-hmm. um and gentrified maybe i don't know the word i'm trying to use but you get it like we we never yeah. shunned a santa i had santa nightgowns like i loved it all and yeah. i will tell you that the thing if ever i were to convert which i don't think i will but maybe never say never mm-hmm. all it would mm-hmm. take is a beautiful church double doors open blasting mariah's a holy night and which is my honestly for me better than all I want for Christmas. It is a song that every no I know every note is tattooed in the smooth bean that is my pandemic brain. I can sing the highs and lows. It is so beautiful, and she just um, she really does want to give. And I know that, and I read her book, and I know that she had a very difficult childhood. And I feel like for her, and obviously, correct me if you disagree, but. Uh, there's nothing more childlike with nothing that has more childlike wonder than a Christmas. 
So for her, it's like tapping into this really innocent, sweet, celebratory, joyous time. And I have a feeling that's probably why she sort of made it her calling card because it's just happiness. Yeah. And I was so excited to get the call because I worked with her for the past four years. Wow. Dom, amazing. Of course, with, with COVID, I was like, Oh my gosh, we won't have that moment because I'm not I'm not one to necessarily decorate for the holidays because I see it as utility like I'm like oh now I got to take it down. Yeah, you're like Melania Trump. You know. Fuck Christmas. <laughs> I don't want to fucking do Christmas. Go on. <laughs> so basically, I kind of got used to having that little bit of like serotonin dopamine feel around November December. Oh, serotonin. So when I got the call to I just came up with that. Come on. <laughs> I love it. It's my drag name. Um, Uh So basically, when I got the call to do this, I was overjoyed. And then I I shat myself. Because then all of a sudden, the scope of it all kind of washes over you. And you're just like, can I do it? Oh, my gosh. Can I do it? Do I know how to spell Christmas? How do I celebrate Christmas? Who's Santa? You know what I mean? Like, you just go down. I still like to know the answer. Who is Santa? Who do we think? You just go down this hole. Does Mariah follow you on Instagram? No, not at all. You know what? Fuck that. You know what? Fuck her. Fuck her. (laughs) To be fair, most people don't, so it's okay. No, I don't like it. Maybe people will after this. I follow you. I don't like it. I'm sorry. You're making her look gorgeous and long and lean. And she's quite tall, too, isn't she, Mariah? Yes, she is. We're 5'9", about. I I think so. I mean, I'm not sure. I just feel like if you come below my nose, I just don't. I just stop guessing. Yeah, fair. I don't even pay attention. Honestly, I'm just like, huh? I don't even, you know, you know me. (laughs) I'm a nightmare. Um, I know you have to go in a minute. I want to keep you longer, but you have a nine. This is the hard out we were talking about. Uh, (laughs) I love saying hard out. It's just fun. Um, Dom Kelly, first of all, I just want to say I'm so... I always feel like this is a condescending thing to say, but it's coming from like the best place. I'm like so proud to know you is what I want to say. I'll make it about me. You're so (laughs) talented. Let me make it about me. Is that all right? I'm so proud to know you. I'm so lucky that I know you. You're so just beyond brilliant. And let me also add that I, you know, I adore Ben so much. And the fact that you two are just together and in love makes, again, me feel good about me. So please send him (laughs) my love. He was just on the show a couple weeks ago. Um, but Dom, you're you're so brilliant. And please, I mean, I'm not you don't need to have me tell you this, but watch the prom. It's out on Netflix on December eleventh. Everyone's gonna watch mm-hmm. it, including myself. I mean, forget it. Uh this Friday, Mariah Carey's magical Christmas special. And follow Dom. Forget all these other people. Follow Dom on Instagram and on Twitter at Dom Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y. Obviously, I'll tag you in a million pictures. I mean, I almost want to like the bio that I have here, everything you've ever loved, Don was in. That's all you need to know. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> um, but Don, congratulations on everything. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I miss you. I love oh, you. I miss you and love you too. I wish we can see more of each other, but I'm happy to see you and hear you doing your thing. Oh, babe. You deserve it. You know, I wish we had more time because I wanted to talk to you about Amen too, but it's fine. And next time you're on, I know we didn't get in- next time into any of our sitcoms, Sherman Helmsley, all of it. Oh, So many things. Martin. Well, my love. And guys, thank you for listening. I'm Michelle Collins. This is Midnight Snack. You can also follow me on Instagram at Mishcall. If you have a chance, you want to leave a five-star review for the podcast, who am I to tell you not to? Go to Apple Podcasts, five stars. Say something nice. I read it. I like to see it. Um, And have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Forever. Dog. 
This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear the show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.